today's leading women episode 602 with the wonderful Rachel Archelaus. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Rachel Archelaus. Rachel Archelaus is an internationally known spiritual teacher, artist, and business mentor. She works with the helpers and healers of the world who feel a calling to live their purpose and teaches them how to create a lucrative business based on their passions and talents. Rachel founded the Intuitive Art Academy and certifies people in her own method for intuitive art. This modality allows people to channel their highest wisdom to solve problems outside of their heads in an easy and creative way. She is the co-host of Soulfulpreneur Radio, has written four books on intuition and intuitive art, and creates weekly videos and articles to help people connect with their purpose and live authentic lives. You can find out more at rachelarchileas.com. Again, that's www.rachelarchileas.com. Women of the world, Miss Rachel Archileas. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Rachel, I really love what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment at a time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind that niche? Absolutely. And you know, when you're just starting out or when you want to start out, be easy on yourself when it comes to picking a niche and having your first product or service because your business will evolve. You know, it's going to go through a lot of different changes and you're going to figure out what you really want to do only by working with people. So, you know, my business started um, in a very different direction than it is now. So I just want to give that caveat because I think people um, put way too much pressure on themselves to get it all perfect in the beginning when really what you what you really want to do is just start. Like start working with people, start making stuff, and then you're going to get better and more clarity as you go along. Um, but right now my business is all about teaching and certifying people in intuitive art. And 
I work with mainly coaches and intuitives and healers and therapists so that they can integrate this modality into their practice because it helps their clients get massive clarity and, um, and a connection to their higher wisdom so that they can stay out of overwhelm and uh, avoid all of those business pitfalls. <laughs> Mm. Yes, I love what I'm what I'm hearing about your uh, your uh, business, what you are, what you're doing out there, what you're putting out there, and yes, that was yeah, I was head on what you said about re for, for especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out or are thinking of going to business because yeah, I am a I'm a I have to admit I I'm I'm guilty of that. Uh, I was really hard on myself and I took put a lot of pressure on myself starting out. And yeah, you are absolutely right that your business is going to evolve as you work with more clients and as you fine tune who you want to serve and what you're going to be serving them with. So be kind to yourself, be be nice to yourself, be uh, be forgiving as you start this journey. Uh, and then don't think that one, if you fail, that's going to be the end of your world because there isn't. You're going to learn even more you're gonna, and you'll fine tune what it is that you want to focus on, what it is that you're putting out there. So great tip there. Too. Thanks for sharing that. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? I I am like the inspiration. I like wake up every single day so excited Um I can't help myself. I've always been like this. I've always just been that person like jumping off the wall, like <laughs> tearing up over nothing. And um, I love the people I work with. I love teaching. I love doing art. I love that I get to wake up and be my own boss. And my, I love my office. I mean, there's nothing I really don't love about what I do. And so it's so easy for me to be inspired. And I'm just so grateful that I actually get this experience. You know, not everyone in the world does. So I definitely don't take it for granted. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there's not too many out there who wakes up every day excited and loving what they do. And that's the theme here at Traditionally Women, to really find that uh, one, find that thing that you are really passionate about. Start a business that you're passionate about. Start something that you can be excited about working on um, every day, excited about um talking about about that topic or about the niche the whole the whole day or it's like you breathe and live it because you, I uh, I experienced that all myself too I mean I was I'm, I'm very passionate about what what my topic I'm I, me and Rochelle and other people out there are lucky because we found that that thing that, that something that we are so passionate about so for our listeners out there who are just starting out or thinking of getting into business really fine tune that really find what it is that you're passionate about but there has to be um, a component of passion in that uh, niche that you want to go into because if you're not excited every day talking about it, if you're not excited every day working about it, then what's the point? You just like you. It's like getting going on a job that you don't you don't like or you're you know you don't want you don't want to do. So it's really important to have that component in which that you do uh, the passion for what you do, the love for what you do. So so take it easy, go slow, and find that thing. If you are still in the stage of uh, starting or think of going to business, a great takeaway there. 
Right, let's talk about your personal qualities as a uh, entrepreneur. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Absolutely. You know, I think one of my biggest traits that's helped me as an entrepreneur is something that is often looked down upon by the general society, and that is I... I under-research and I act fast. So I don't ever think I can't do something. I'll just start doing it and then figure out how to do it along the way. Like I just jump into things, which is great if you're an entrepreneur because if you ask your friends if you if you can do something and if you research it to death and you'll see how much it's really going to take to get to where you want to be and you're going to get scared. <laughs> so... Um, you know, even being a bit naive is often really good when you're an entrepreneur because it'll allow you to step in before you get scared away. Um, another thing is that I'm I'm highly intuitive. I grew up openly psychic and being able to talk to my spirit guides and my higher self. And so I have a really strong connection to my own um, purpose and mission for being here on earth. And so that's really helped fuel me. Like I always knew that I would work for myself. I always knew that I had something that I could teach and share with other people. So that um, inner drive really comes from the soul level, which is great. Um, and I'm a great teacher. You know, not everyone is going to want to teach, but, you know, after I allowed myself to to start teaching because I was very, very afraid of teaching in the beginning. I realized that that's really, really, really the core of who I am and what I love to do. So I like taking bigger concepts about business and intuition and intuitive art and breaking them down and making them easy to consume. And so uh, I would definitely pick those three as the keys to my success. Mm, and, you know, success. And they're often not even seen as like, the best qualities out there. It's just for being an entrepreneur, I think they work. Absolutely. I mean, being an action taker, uh, intuitive, being a great teacher, oh, these are great personal qualities that you've just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives and into our business. So thanks for sharing those. Definitely. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Gosh, there are so many obstacles when you're um, trying to build a business. I think the biggest one has been um, just like a lack of, almost like a lack of vision or a lack of allowing myself to really go big. There's a definite part of me that that felt, you know, like I wasn't good enough to reach out to bigger people for help or... You know, who am I to approach a bigger institution or a school to help promote my stuff or to do a, you know, a partnership? I think 
almost like lack of taking myself seriously, you know, that could be a way to say it. It really held me back for a while because I didn't see myself as a real business. I just saw myself as kind of doing my own thing. And there's a really big difference. So that's been a continual obstacle that I'm finally getting over now. Um, but it definitely, it's taught me a lot about how I view myself. And I think as new entrepreneurs, it's important to see yourself as doing something real and valid from the get-go because you are. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you've made or how many clients you have. If you are committing to creating a business, then you've got something real. Hmm, that is so huge. I love, I love that uh, you shared along with us because I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with this. And that's the beauty of uh, sharing our challenges and the lessons that we have learned because now we can learn from each other and now we know what, what to do if it does happen to us. All right, let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, I think balance is a good word because I, I do have hours that I, I tend to do my work in each day. I normally start around 10 a.m. and I go until like 6 o'clock, but I'm not working the whole time. Um, you know, I, and I take about a week off a month. Um, and that doesn't include weekends. I just work Monday through Friday. So I take a lot of time off. Um, but then when I have something big going on, a big project, I'll work endlessly. You know, like last night I, I worked until 2am because I'm working on a launch. And so I do balance my work, but there are definitely times when I work a lot more or a lot less. As far as my relationships concerned, he, he gets it because he's in software and they also have that same schedule. So when they're creating, um, you know, finishing up a round where they need to deliver stuff to the client, they're often working crazy hours as well. I don't have kids, so it makes it a lot easier. I can just wake up whenever I feel like it. Um, but it's, it's been a progression. You know, I, I do check my email all the time. I normally have my phone with me. So I'm not like the perfect example of, of having great dividers between life and work. But I have so much of my, my stillness built into my business. So I meditate every morning. Um, I do artwork in my business. And so in those moments, I'm, you know, I'm not looking at my email. I'm not doing all that. And I never really do anything in a rushed way. So it feels good. I think I've, I've get, you know, I've got a good feel good vibe going on all the time. <laughs> mm, yeah. I love your perspective on this. And yes, I, um, there are, of course, I'm sure, uh, for a lot of us, um, there are seasons in our, in our business when we really have to put that time and the effort, especially like what uh, Rachel shared with us, launches, when you are in the middle of a launch, I just did mine too. And wow, that took a lot of my time and energy, but then it's not like every day. So if you structure your day that, okay, 
you, you know that it's going to, the next couple of weeks is going to be intense. And then the next couple of weeks, you can, um, you'll be able to slow down. And in between, you have those in between times that you can, you can slow down. You can take a lot of time off and spend with your family. So, uh, yeah, be willing to put that effort and understand that there are going to be times that, that it will be like that and be okay with that and communicate that one and to your, especially to your family so that they know that, okay, this, this periods of time, I'm going to be very busy. My time is going to be very limited. Uh, but then it's not going to be like that all the time. So if you have, if you, you know, if you set those, um, if you set those expectations to your family, especially, uh, so that they understand and they they will know how to best support you, that will, will make it a whole lot easier. And yes, of course, we are in this business to be able to have that freedom of time, but. It doesn't happen that that way, especially in the beginning. Uh, we re- you have to put the time and effort and energy, and sometimes it's more time that we wanted it. But know that it won't be like that for the whole time. Um, it, but of course, it it is it is a balance of finding that that, that time to do your to do your business work and also finding time to spend with the other areas of your life that are important to you, your family, your own self. I think that's, that's the premise of, of work-life balance. I mean, I don't believe there is such thing as a perfect life balance. I do like the idea of integrating it, work and life, and understanding that, wow, there is not going to be a perfect balance in here, and there is no such thing as perfect balance. So be okay with that. Understand there's going to be ebbs and flows, and make the best of how you can, can deal with this. But the most important thing is that you're not neglecting those other areas of your life that are important all right let's talk about success and what success means to you your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life now would like to also say that success is a mindset I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? That is such a great question. Um, because I've been through both of those, you know, I've had lots of money and not had the best um, outlook. I've had very little money and I've felt amazing. Um, my business is doing well financially and I'm really excited about that. And and I think that I have over the past few years grown a lot and in including other markers of success in my, you know, in definition. So yeah, as long as I'm giving it the best that I can give, I'm showing up for my clients, I'm not being distracted, I'm not overwhelmed, you know, managing my own energy well, I'm eating well, all of those things contribute to a feeling of success. Like if I'm getting my message across and my um, my clients and my audience is responding well and I'm really hitting home with them, then I feel like a million bucks. That's really... That's really success to me, just delivering my message to the people and having it resonate. That feels awesome. <laughs> mm, yes, absolutely. Nothing is as fulfilling as knowing that our message 
is being delivered and being and resonates to the people that we want to serve. Nothing is as fulfilling as knowing that we are making a difference in other people's lives because of what we do. A thank you note or a, or a smile, um, a great feedback from our client. That is the true essence of success. That is really what makes us happy at the end of the day. I know those you know being in business. Of course, we need to sustain it, but. Uh, it is those intangible benefits of being in business that really makes us happy. I mean, think about it. If you know that you're able to contribute, you make an impact, those feedback from clients that are so happy because somehow some you have uh, made a difference in their lives because of what we do, that is what truly makes us happy at the end of the day. It's a great perspective there. All right, now I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions and advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, that's a great question. I would say number one would be do the crazy thing that you want to do that you don't think anyone will pay for. So I always knew that I wanted to focus my business on intuitive art and and teaching it to other people. But I took the really long way around and I didn't make that the central focus at first. I think I did that so that I could learn all these other skills, like having clients and handling money before I um, made my big commitment. But I don't think everyone needs to do that. So if you have this crazy dream that you want to do something that sounds kind of far out there, do it. Start with that and um, commit to that because it's either doing it now when you are a little bit scared of it or coming back to it in a few years after you've learned about business a different way. Um, Another thing would be always, always, always make sure that you're excited about what you're doing. I see a lot of people creating products and services that are not exciting to them. And it's not going to help you sell it. It's not going to help you deliver it. If you make something that you think you should make over something that excites you. When you're excited about what you're doing, it's it's just natural for you to want to sell it because you're just sharing about it. You're just talking about it. And people love to work with excited people. So if you saw two people offering the same thing, standing side by side, and one was really excited about it, the other one was just kind of hanging their head, not really smiling, feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed out. Which one would you work with, right? The excited one. So make sure you're excited about everything you do. Um, And then the third one would be, you know, always go with your gut first. It's okay to ask other people for opinions and mastermind and, and learn from teachers, but 
you need to ask yourself what you want to do first. That is the utmost importance. You know, I've worked with coaches over the last few years and all of them have told me not to do intuitive art. And yet now, you know, I've got a global company. I'm doing well financially. I've got, you know, I think like three dozen affiliate partners. Um, Like this is where I should be. This is where my purpose is. And I always knew that. But whenever I'd bring it up with a coach before, they'd be like, no, do business coaching. And so you always need to refer to yourself as the ultimate authority. You know best about what you want to do and what you have to offer in the world. So I think those are three good (laughs) pieces of advice for someone starting out. Hmm, golden nuggets in those tips that you just shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. And the first one is to, I love this, what you how you say, say about this, doing crazy things first, uh, things that you think people won't pay for, or the, uh, crazy dreams that uh, you can be excited about and that you don't have to think about, okay, or be pressured about making money from it or, or take it as a learning curve. Um, makes it playful, I think. I mean, I it's a novelty. It's a feel like wow. I, I if I go back, if I look back, um, I would have done that um, myself too. Because besides being a learning curve, I would have enjoyed it um, as well. Because it would be <laughs> like I would be very curious and say, okay, it's like a testing kind of. <laughs> if, if, I, that's another way of looking at it um, as a test, you know, okay, maybe this one will work or maybe this one I could enjoy. I love that kind of perspective. And the second one is to make or always do something you are excited about. This is so huge, especially for listeners out there who are thinking of creating products or programs or anything that you put out there. It's really important that, you know, exude your passion and excitement with it because I agree with what Rachel just shared with us. Uh, The comparison between some Somebody who, for example, if you are offering a product that is um, very similar to other to somebody else's, uh, you, of course, people res- will resonate to, to that person who is excited about her product or who is enthusiastic about what she's offering. That's a big plus, and not only that, you won't be tired of um, you know talking about it you're going to be spreading the message all over because you are passionate about it so think about that when you are creating any content or any product or program out there that you want to you want to reach uh, out to people you need to be excited about you need to be passionate about it and that that will show in every communication that you have. And the third one, which is so important too, is to follow your gut. This is so important. I mean, there are there are many, many incidents where I regret my decision because I didn't, I knew from inside, I knew, I felt that uh, that was, that should have listened to my gut so that you cannot uh, take that for granted, uh, really be in tune with your, with your gut because you know, you know what's right, you know when it feels right, you feel that one. Um, and uh, sometimes when we are in a rush, uh, it, that, it doesn't, we, we don't feel it that way. But if you look back and really slow down and reflect, your gut's going to tell you what's right and what feels right to you. So don't ignore those signs. Great tips here that Rachel just shared with us. Let's take action on them and I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. 
Last but not the least, Rachel, share our listeners the one woman out there that you admire the most and why. You know, it changes all the time. I think there are a lot of really amazing women who are great role models. But I think the one that I go back to most is Leonie Dawson. Um, she's got a great business over in Australia. I mean, it's online, but she lives in Australia. And she just has such a sense of herself and doesn't apologize for anything. She's a super spiritual hippie businesswoman who's built her business over seven years to be over a million dollars in revenue yearly. Um, making, you know, she sells at a lower price point. It's a membership model. And it's just incredible. Like she doesn't brush her hair. She doesn't wear shoes. Um, she swears all the time, but she's super authentic, super honest. And she really, really cares about the people who are interacting with her in her business. And I just, I applaud her for all of that, for doing things her own way and also making money, you know. Mm, she sounds an inspiring woman out there. So, so to Leonie Dawson for being an inspiration not only to Rachel, but to all of us here at Today's Living Women, we salute her. Lastly, Rachel, share our listeners what's one big benefit uh, they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Awesome. So if you want to take a free intuitive art class and learn how to channel your own highest wisdom so that you can uh, solve your problems outside of your head, you can go to intuitiveartacademy.com and there's a free class right there. And the biggest benefit is really, you know, as a business owner, you have to make so many decisions all the time. You know, what to title your class, how many modules to put in it, um, do you need a lawyer? Do you need to set up um, a trademark? I mean, the list is just absolutely endless of all the decisions that you make. And you want to always make the right authentic decision for you. And so intuitive art allows you to get those answers from your higher self so that they are always authentic and in alignment. Um, and it's super easy to learn. It's just three easy steps. Everybody can do it. You don't need art or intuitive experience um, to do it either. So it's it's great. It gives you clarity, helps you stay out of overwhelm from having too many things to think about. Mm, all right. So that's www.intuitiveartacademy.com. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now and take advantage of this free intuitive art classes that... Uh, uh, Rachel is offering us and you can sign up at www.intuitiveartacademy.com. I'm sure we can all learn from what she's putting out there and who doesn't want to uh, learn or uh, learn how to avoid overwhelm. Even that one really is helpful for, especially for us as business owners. So go there now at www.intuitiveartacademy.com. Again, that link is www.intuitiveartacademy.com. Rachel, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. 
women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this and uh, my love to you and all your listeners. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Today's Leading Women.